2: This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Sherry's Berries, John. Just go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S
0: dot com. Go to the microphone top right corner. Promo code HAM. And it's brought to you by Untuckit. Untuckit.com. When you check out, promo code HAM, 20% off. And Hair club. HairClub.com slash HAM. Go sign up today.
2: Now to the seg. Mint. This got people uh, all fired up. The Niners took a putter in the fourth round. Mitch Wisnowski, one of the best I've ever seen, John, uh, out of Utah. Well, he's not a three-time
0: Ray Guy winner. He's just a three-time Ray Guy finalist.
2: Right, right, right. But he won it the first two times. Oh, so he's won the award. Yeah, he won it the first year. I think he won it back-to-back. He did win it back-to-back because no one's ever won it three years in a row, and that's what he had a chance to do. You're right. Uh... Or did he not win at the second time? I
0: right? only got him sixteen. Okay, so he didn't so win, he didn't the, win last the second years.
2: time. All right, never mind. Maybe it's the maybe Matt Gay, their kicker, won the Lou Groza twice, and no one's ever won that three years in a row. Maybe that's what it was because they had two. They had finalists in both <clears> categories. Where's Tom Hackett right now? Doing he does he's their sideline reporter for Utah Radio. So he's not punting in the NFL. No,
0: because I'm just looking at this list. It's not. A lot of NFL punters. It's been going now for about 20 years. Interesting. Like, the best punter on this list. I mean, it's like B.J. Sink, I mean, guys I've never really heard of. Maybe Lou Groza award was only one time, too. Is Michael Dickinson, the dude from Texas, this Australian,
2: too, that the Seahawks drafted last year in the fifth round, who's fucking incredible. Well, that's the guy that they mentioned. The Niners, uh, Lynch mentioned him in the press conference.
0: Well, one thing that's unique <clears throat> about the NFC West is arguably has the two best punters in the league. Johnny Hecker, who's also can throw, but he's an elite punter, was an undrafted free agent. And I think when you look at like punters and kickers, some of the best guys in NFL history have been undrafted free agents. Now it doesn't always mean you gotta draft sometimes, but a lot of them have been, Adam Vinatieri, who it's safe to say, is probably gonna go down as the greatest kicker ever, was an undrafted free agent, had to play in NFL Europe. And then obviously Hecker, who I think most people would view as the best punter in the NFL yeah. wasn't undrafted draft free agent. Now this guy, Dickinson, they used last year in 2018, like they used a fifth round pick on him. Well, guy, they nailed it. Like he's really good. So to me, use a fourth round pick on him. I I don't I don't know where you stood on this. My first reaction was I, I'm not gonna over if you would use a third round pick on the punter, to me I'll overreact on that. Like that's bold. That's crazy. Once you get to Saturday, now listen, he's gotta be like the bar is set in this division. Dickinson, they use the fifth, he's gotta be good. Like he doesn't just he's Cole gonna be your punter.
2: Dickinson. He's gotta be punter. a good
0: he's gotta be a good punter. Yeah, so, like to
2: me the bust when you draft a guard in the fourth round and he sometimes plays, that's a better pick than a punter that isn't your guy in the fourth round, right? Like, the punter who gets drafted in the fourth round has more pressure than the guard that gets drafted in the fourth round. You agree with that? This guy has pressure kind of like some of the other picks, I but think. You, but you agree with that? Like, you take a guard in the fourth round, there's a different pressure. That guy doesn't have as much pressure as the punter. Because uh, you only carry the one punter this, on your active that, roster.
0: That Wisniewski, or whatever the fuck you say Wishnowsky. this guy's name. Wisniewski he is cl- much closer to, like, Debo-level pressure than he is the other late-round
2: But just to finish the thought, like, you agree, a different position player that's taking what, it that That's position. what I'm saying. I- I'm yeah. saying, like, okay.
0: you're saying the guard in the fourth round really is more closely connected with the fifth- and sixth-rounders. Like, oh, just a, he's considered a mid-round pick. To me, you draft a punter in the fourth, he goes along with, like, your second-round pick's p- pressure. Like, he's got to be a player because his – because he is your starting punter, he's got to be good. Remember, they drafted this dude from LSU. Did they cut him? Their opinion? Like, opinion sucked. It was clear opinion
2: was not. They must good. have because they signed another guy before they drafted this guy.
0: When we drafted Alex Henry in the fourth <clears throat> round, of my last, my second year in Philly, it was clear in training camp he sucked. And he and the punters and kickers. It's different with a kicker because in training camp. If you draft a guy high, and we saw this with Aguayo a couple years ago, the beat writers are monitoring whether you make or miss a kick. With punting, they're not really doing that. So it's it's covered a little differently. But you can tell pretty quickly, like, God, this guy's shanking punts. Like, you feel the pressure. I'd say it's harder. There's more pressure on a kicker than a punter drafted high. Is that fair? Because I can really – I think there's uh,
2: probably just more pressure on kickers, period.
0: Yeah, but, like, there's a – it's black and white. You either missed or made a kick where it's like, oh, you pinned him inside the – you got him at the 21, not the 16. I'm just little, saying,
2: like, I think kickers, if we're doing, like, a pressure, yeah. they just have more pressure. And so, yes, I – so we agree there's more pressure. I'm fine. Do we agree then, though, that in the fourth round what you're saying, and this is what you were tweeting, is like, look, guys, in the fourth round, I don't know if that guard you're drafting's ever going to play a snap for you. Like, this is the fourth round. I know we'd love to think you're getting a starter here, but – well, be- Belich- Belichick
0: drafted a punter in the fifth round, so I think it was clear that in this draft, a couple guys were going to get drafted in that mid round.
2: Look, if 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 the guy's good, then it's a val- then it, then it is a good value. It's a big if though. He's got to be good enough to be your starting punter for the next ten years. But your starting punter for the next ten years is worth a fourth round pick. Maybe that's the way to put it. If the guy that you have as your starter is your starter for a decade, which is what Kyle said, I hope I don't have to watch special teams film for a decade. Then, that's a, then that is an absolutely a valuable pick.
0: I, I do think in the last 20 years of the first... I mean, there's only been, I think, one first-rounder of CBass. He, I think it's fair to say, he was worth the pick. And it was unique with the Raiders. I think were some people that stuff. would still
2: argue, right? Like, he wasn't worth the value. Just the yeah, problem and, was no one else was in the league by the time yeah, you were looking at these stats. And You and I have talked about before, would he... If the Raiders hadn't
0: been historically poor for like a 10-year period... Once they kind of got good – now, he was older. It was hard to judge. But I wouldn't call him the best pressure kicker I've ever seen. No. I didn't have that much confidence he was going to – would he have been able to live through it? Now, he was good and he was talented, so that was worth it. But I think in the last several years, we've seen a lot of higher picks. Let's start with Alex Henry, this and then some of the punters that have just been failures. The dude that the the cow punter, angerer, the Jacksonville – like that was a disaster. Yeah. So to me, if it's a disaster, if the guy is not good, just meaning like he, he's not good enough to be your starting punter, that is a disaster pick. If he's just a solid punter, it's fine. Like the guy, that position does matter. You don't have one. You got to get one. But it's a, if he is, you're looking to replace him in a year or two, it is a horrendous, like this guy better be good. There's just, to me, it's a, it's just a black and white deal. There's just, there's no in between. Like, right. if you drafted a fourth round guard, if he's your swing guard for like four years, that's a good pick. Right. If this guy's not your fucking starting punter and pretty good, that's a failure.
2: Yep. But, but by nature, but the pick isn't a failure because he's a punter in the fourth round.
0: I do not view it's it totally as totally dependent on the draft eval-
2: In the fourth round. No, it's it, it's totally dependent on the evaluation.
0: If you, they would have taken the punter in the third round, would you agree that would have been? I'd question that. Yeah, I would too. I don't question value on picks guy after once Saturday starts and people like middle cup, no wonder you're out of the league. This is when the scouts shine. No, I view it simply of, am I economically tied to the guy? I drove guys to the airport, literally took their playbooks away as we cut them for years because once you're drafted starting on Saturday, you're not a lock to make the team. And until we start playing, I don't know if you're good or not. Where, why I think we put such an emphasis, not just the first round, but the second and third, like Jalen Hurd's gonna be on the team. So like that motherfucker, Debo Samuel, uh, Trayvon Mullen, like th- those guys are, they're financial, you're financially tied to them at minimum for several years. So I, we view those guys differently. What in the fourth, fifth, six, like. Every year, every team cuts the guy. Because I don't know that you're going to find Matt Brader or Jalen Rashard. Like, those guys, that's my problem with, like, truly breaking down six-round picks. Every year, and I've seen it specifically with the Niners and Raiders, like, I didn't know who the fuck Jalen Rashard was. It was clear by, like, first practice training camp, like, this guy's good. So it's like, oh, I love the DeAndre Washington fifth-round pick by the Raiders. Well, Jalen Rashard's better. I love uh, Joe Williams from Utah then Matt Breda fucking eats his – I mean, kicks his ass. So I that's my issue with the undrafted free agent takes guys' roles, and that's not a problem. That's fine. But he, the, your undrafted free agent better not be taking Debo's spot. That's a problem, right? Right. Josh Jacobs better be you your have... number one running back. Yeah. Because I'm paying the guy. So, yeah, I, I got no issue with taking a punter in the fourth round. But I will crush you if the guy sucks. Exactly. But I but – but I'll give you, like, yeah, you, you can do that. No but problem It man. just
2: depends on your, again, it depends on your evaluation. Was your evaluation correct? And they obviously spent a lot of, they, they were talking about not only Reggie Cobb, but three other guys, like everybody, they were all in on that evaluation. Now, as you told me, he is. You've done his games. Like, has, does he have a huge leg? Yeah, he's, he's just really good. Now, I did see him have the last game, uh, I, I did their BYU game, and he had, like, a 12-yard punt. But but again, punters are going to shank it. Do you shank it? Yeah, into the stands. What's his best
0: attribute? Is he like a pinpoint guy? Is he a deep guy?
2: Well, he does have a big leg. I think he's just really accurate. Because
0: I, I, I value more than just huge leg being able to just consistently pin.
2: Yeah, I think he's more just like the directional stuff. Like he just kind of has, he, they can he trust do the,
0: him. Obviously, I would imagine the Aussie punt, he right? does the run. Aussie.
2: He does the run thing, yeah. And he can run. Like he'll they'll let him do his own kind of fakes.
0: You're saying they do the run punt where they, he some of it, them. not
2: exclusively, but they they do both. Yeah,
0: he's no longer doing that. Like in the NFL, you don't do that, right? Um, that was a Baxter I, thing. I Baxter just, loves doing that. I just like him because <clears throat> he, he got unsportsmanlike.
1: That, like,
2: that guy would get fucking destroyed. <laughs> he got unsportsmanlike sportsman like for uh, spiking the ball after one. After he got he he, I think he called his own number on a fake. Like fifteen yards, he had to go against U Dub and got it. And what happened
0: on the Harbaugh's first year? Was it a sprint out, or did he drop it? I forget what happened. Harbaugh. He dropped it, then repicked it up, then tried to kick it, and then it got blocked. Who are you talking about? The Michigan Michigan State game. <laughs> Harbaugh's first year in Michigan. It was how, a how bad.
2: Was it a sprint out, or was it like a low snap? He picked it up right because there was like ten seconds left. They just needed him just to kick it like ten yards. Yeah, and then maybe he tried to move. You're talking okay, about Baxter.
0: Yeah he, yeah, he dropped it. Then he picks it up. Then he tries to move, and they're already kind of in front of him. He kicks it. They block it. Yeah, it was a...
2: celebrates Score, celebrate. Dude breaks his collarbone. <laughs> um, McDonough's voice goes bananas. This is one of the all-time finishes ever. I mean, just one of the all-time finishes. I'll
0: say this. Watching that live, that's easily... We've had a lot of crazy sports moments in our lifetime. That's right up there. That's right
2: up there, yeah. Iron, Iron Bowl, like, 109-yard return for a touchdown was up there.
0: That, that might be – the problem with that, I was at, like, 95.7 seven the game, watching on this tiny TV, so it didn't quite
2: – Were you really? It was – yeah, because I was doing a college football were, show. Were you in the uh, – so that was before the uh, communal area that they forced everyone to be in? Yeah, this is when I – we didn't even have a show yet. I just wanted to say that. All right, uh, anything else on the Niners – we need to hit here. To, to me, it's simple. Bosa's got to be a pro bowler.
0: Not year one, but I mean, he's got to be a good player. Debo's got to be a stud. And this Jalen Hurts guy's got to give you something. And he's got to be your starting punter. I The other guys, whatever.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.